Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hi everyone, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about internet off the grid. So, if you live off the grid, that usually means that you're not connected to the grid. Um, usually you don't have, you know, power lines coming to your home, you're not connected, you know, through electricity, um, you know, you don't have internet, uh, you don't have phone lines, uh, you know, you don't have power, all, all these things, right? That's all comes with living off the grid. And there's many ways to overcome these um, points, right? So if you live off the grid, you can hook up a solar system and have power. Um, but in, in today's topic, we're talking about internet. So let's talk about some of the options available. And I do know that this topic can be kind of heated because um, there's a lot there's a lot of options out there. And some people like one option more than others. And that's perfectly fine. I am not here to judge any option. I'm just here to kind of put the options out there so maybe you're aware of these options. So let's talk about the first option. So the first thing someone's going to do when you're living off grid, you're, you're going to usually want some internet, especially if you're trying to stay connected, you know, in quotation marks, I should put that, you know, maybe you want to stay connected to the internet or, you know, whatever it may be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even if you live off grid, it doesn't mean that you can't have, you know, access to, you know, entertainment or whatever it may be. So um, the first thing that will pop up will be satellite internet. Okay. There is a good handful of satellite companies that offer internet. Uh, to name, I'll just name two, and I am not being sponsored by them in any way. Um, I don't actually use their services, um, but I'll, I'll mention them anyway, so that way maybe you can kind of look around and, um, you know, weigh out your options as far as if you're leaning towards, um, you know, um, satellite internet. Um, the first one is going to be HughesNet. Um, HughesNet is a satellite internet company. Uh, there is another company um, that is with DISH, DISH Network. Now, Dish Network also supplies, uh, you know, basic cable TV to your home off-grid. Um, there's a lot of homes that utilize Dish. Um, but in order to utilize their internet package, you have to, you know, um, first pay for it, <laughs> like anything else. Um, but they also have a add-on Dish that they, that they have to hook up, and that's for the internet. Uh, and it's all wireless, right? Um, it's satellite, obviously. And then from there, it's wired coming into your home, usually through a router or a switch of some sort. Uh, and it does work, um, but there is limitations to everything, right? There's pros and cons to everything. Um, a lot of times when it comes to satellite internet, um, the two main issues usually is first the speed or bandwidth of the internet is actually really slow, okay? Okay. The other problem is it's actually quite expensive, right? Um, there's another problem where you're actually limited to the amount of data 
that you can technically consume. Um, there is some where you can use as much as you want, but you have to pay a really high premium after you go over a certain all allotment. And so that can be a problem, right? Um, you know, say you're trying to watch uh, a movie or something on your tablet or your TV that's, you know, Wi-Fi enabled or whatever. Um, you know, you can easily start going over those data, data limits. And before you know it, you have a very, very big um, bill that you have to pay. Um, and a lot of times the Internet is so slow that you cannot even stream, um, you know, movies and stuff. Um, I'm not going to say all. Um you know, satellite providers are like that. Um, I, you know, I can't contest to a lot of it, but I've definitely heard a lot of people that have experienced it. And um, I've talked to them firsthand. And so they're not too happy about it. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Okay, so that's one option, right? Satellite internet. Now, the other type of internet is in some areas, believe it or not, Unfortunately for me in my era, it is not available. I wish it was because this would be the best option out there, I tell you. Um, in some areas, believe it or not, they have internet towers that broadcast a internet signal. And as long as you have a antenna to connect to their receiver, you can actually get free internet. So in some counties or in some states, you actually get free internet. A lot of people just don't know about it. It's out there. Um, so <laughs> um, definitely do your research because if it's available to you for free and it's over the air, uh, yeah, you can easily tap into it. And a lot of times it's actually pretty decent speeds. Um, so I really wish that was available in my area, <laughs> to be honest, but it's not. But definitely look look around. Do a Google search. Uh, you know, just start looking around. Start figuring out where all your cell phone towers are at, where your internet towers are at, if any. Uh, and find out what direction they're in and how far they are from you. Um, because keep in mind, an internet tower can actually be 30, 50 miles away. And you can still get internet perfectly fine and, and good speeds. But there's going to be some pros and cons with every setup. So definitely do some research and look around to see what's available. If it is available, you're sitting very, very good. Now, the way that works is... Just like a antenna, they have their towers and it's broadcasting a signal. And if your home or wherever you're located is roughly within line of sight of the tower, um, you can easily get a very high powered antenna, internet, uh, you know, antenna, and you can actually tap into it. Um, you can set a pole up if you need to get a little bit more height. You know, maybe you got some trees in your way. Um, but there's going to be limitations, right? If there's big mountains in your way um, or if you just have no line of sight and it's just the tower is sitting way lower than you actually are, um, then all these things that's in your way um, will hinder the performance, you know, and maybe not even be able to connect. So these are a lot of things that you need to think about. But, you know, um, if it is available in your area, you can easily look on the maps to find out where you're at in correlation to it. And it, they have some options out there on, online that's free that can actually tell you the um, distance between that tower and your current location by GPS, which is very useful just to kind of get a rough estimate of far, as far as a line of sight, how far away that broadcast signal may be. Uh, and then from there, um, it's all about if you can actually try to get a good line of sight of that tower. If you can, like I said, you're sitting really good. And if you can't, 
then well, your internet might be hit and miss. It's going to vary by every location, obviously. So definitely look, look into that and see if it's available. Now, there's many options out there as far as the antenna that you would purchase to tap into their internet. Um, and, you know, you can definitely feel free to do some research and find out what might work for you. Now, in some areas, they do have internet towers that broadcast a internet signal. But in order to access that internet, you do have to pay a price. And honestly, it's... It's a, it's a good option, and my it's a better option to me than satellite internet um, because really all you have to do is get an antenna and you can tap into it as long as you're willing to pay whatever their fees may be. You know, They may limit you to amount of data that you can actually consume. They might not, right? They might limit you to the speed of the internet. They might not. Right. So there's a lot of variables. So definitely do your research to find out what is available in your area. OK. Um, so there is definitely a lot of options out there. Um, now, let's talk about some other options. Now, um, Internet is actually carried a lot of different ways. Right. And if you think about it, in a sense, our cell phones have Internet. Right. You know, we, we can browse the Web and we can watch YouTube videos and you know, what, you know, whatever we want to do, watch Netflix and stuff like that. Now, um, some cell phone companies offer a dedicated um, data package just for internet at your home. They, Verizon and AT&T, they, they all sell them. The, uh, I think the Verizon one was called a Jetpack. Uh, I think the AT&T was, ooh, what was the name of their... Um, their little Wi-Fi hotspot thingy that you could purchase. But regardless, pretty much almost, um, not all, but a good handful of them do offer offer that service. And it is for a premium. You're, you're, you know, you can get actually really good fast speeds, believe it or not, really fast speeds. I've actually tried every single car carrier out there. And believe me, the speeds are very fast, very fast. Uh, but also it might depend on your area and your location, right? Um, but in my case, they were very fast. I don't currently use any of them um, just because they were too expensive. So the speeds were really quick, but the price was just too high. And to me, it wasn't worth it. But it might be worth it for you. Maybe you're not a heavy consumer of data. Maybe you just needed to check a couple things from time to time and go from there. And that's an option. So definitely look around and see what might be available in your area. Now, there's a, another option um, where you can actually plug your phone directly into your TV. Basically, you don't need any, any internet at your home because basically all you're doing is casting the image that's on your phone to your TV. Okay, They actually sell cables. They sell HDMI cables that can connect to almost every phone nowadays. And you can actually do a direct link from your phone to your TV. And that's also a really, really good option um, as long as you're willing to, you know, plug in and, you know, um, let it play over your TV. Um, because if you get inter if you get cell phone service and internet service on your phone at your current location, then whatever you watch on your phone, like Netflix, YouTube, whatever, um, you can easily just plug directly into the TV without having any internet source at your house. It's just basically casting the image from your phone to the TV. And that is a option, absolutely. I utilize that option. I used to. I don't anymore, but I used to. 
and it works very well. You know, there's one part, a cable, you plug it in, and that is it. Uh, now, they do have other options. They do have casting devices where it is wireless, where you could cast your image from your phone wirelessly to your TV, and that's another option. Uh, depending on the TV and the phone that you may have, um, there's a. In my case, uh, I have a Samsung phone and I have Samsung TV. Um, so they actually have their own built-in casting service, like a mirror, um, a mirror, where it basically mirrors whatever is on your phone to your TV, and that's also a very good option. And I and I have utilized that option as well. Um, so definitely check out your TV to see if it's capable of doing that. A lot of new TVs are able to do that. Some older TVs are not, but you may just have to look into the settings to see if it's available. Uh, and if it is, then you can just basically cast whatever is on your phone directly to your TV. That's another option. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of variables out there how to kind of get internet into your home and have some entertainment. You know, well, because you live off grid doesn't mean that you have to um, live without some of these amenities, right? So um, definitely look into these options. Now, um, there's another option I'm going to talk about that is a little bit more tricky, uh, and it will definitely vary depending on the location that you're in. Uh, and the way it basically works is, let's say you had a family member or a friend or somebody you knew that lived on the grid that had internet, right? You can ask your friends, your family, um, so forth. If you have a direct line of sight, from your property that's off grid now remember it can be up to 50 miles away no problem 50 miles is nothing you can transmit a very good signal over 100 miles away the caveat is line of sight right so if you have a friend that has a home on the grid and he has current internet um, what you have to do is check with the local internet companies some internet companies allow you to do it, and some internet companies do not allow you to do it, okay? So you may have to just kind of look at the red tapes involved as far as, um, you know, the internet providers in your area. If they do allow it, um, and you do have a friend or family member that is within the line of sight of your property, you can easily transmit the signal back and forth from his home to your home and back and forth, and you can easily have internet in your home and very fast speeds now the the thing would be was that if you are utilizing that option um obviously you're going to want to work with your family member or friend that you're getting internet from right so you can either offer to pay half his bill or his whole bill that way it's more of an incentive for him to you know um be okay with the idea of you um doing that right and, and that's definitely an option um, for sure. And all it would take would be a receiver and a transmitter um, to be able to do that. And there is many companies out there that sell equipment just for this reason. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I actually use Ubiquity. Ubiquity is a very high-end um, type of internet system. They pretty much sell everything you need to, to, to buy to, to do anything that you want to do. So I can easily pick up any signal within town that I want, right? But obviously, you know, um, I might hit a lot of signals, but a lot of them will be blocked because they're private. Just like if you had internet in your home, you'd put a password on it so nobody can steal your internet, right? But the point is, is that this 
type of equipment allows you to basically broadcast, well, for not only pick up, but rebroadcast the internet signal back and forth. It's like having an invisible string that's basically straight from their home to your home, right? Think about it like that. And it works very well. So if you do have a family member or friend um, that is, you know, within the range of you as far as being in a line of sight, the distance is really not so much of an issue. The issue is really line of sight again. And if you do, then great. Then you might have some options there to talk to with them and find out what your local regulations might allow and might what might not allow. Um, that's another thing. Now, I should point out another thing is that actually some internet companies will actually allow you to purchase another internet line at your um, friend's house. So that way, if your friend feels uncomfortable with the fact that he's sharing his internet with you, um, you can actually avoid that whole process. You can actually just make a deal with him to put up a little antenna on his house or on his property somewhere. Um, that way you can shoot the signal from his property to you and you're not technically using his internet anymore because you can actually con contact your internet companies, you know, your local internet companies that provide, you know, um, gigabyte speeds and all that stuff um, and actually have another line, an independent line set up just for you, right? So that's another option to get internet off the grid, but it will depend on line of sight. So if line of sight is an issue, in any of these cases, try to overcome the line, the line of sight. Uh, if you have to put a pole or a tower on his property that's higher and vice versa on your property to get it, that might be an option, right? So think about all these options, you know, in front of you, you know? Uh, so I just wanted to go over a handful of options to kind of maybe open some people's minds to what might be out there that you may not know about. And so um, I definitely invite you to look around. Um, there is going to be some instances where there is no line of sight. There is, you know, you're just not going to be able to get internet. And there is going to be those instances, you know. Um, but, you know, without doing the research and finding out, you know, what might be available to you and what you can work with and what you can do, you will never know until you look into it. So anyway, I hope that helps a lot of people out with trying to get, um, you know, internet off the grid. Um, in this day and age, you know, a lot of people are on the phones and, you know, computers and doing things. And, you know, even if you're off grid, that doesn't mean that you don't run a business, right? You know, and so if you run a business and you just live off grid, well, obviously you're going to need an internet connection because you're in this day and age, we're running internet for most of the businesses that we do, email, you know, and so forth. So, um, you know, look into your options for sure. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast, and I hope this information may, might help you. Definitely stay tuned for the next upcoming podcast, guys, and I'll see you then. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box support the podcast today it's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself once again it's titled modern off-grid diy 
It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, modern, off-grid, DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.